welcome to another potentially useful episode of the TCAPS Loop Podcast. Before we cut into the meat of the show, I'd like to share a tool to unlock this week's Moment of Zen. Tools for survival are all around. Those with a calm heart and mind will recognize these tools and use them for the greater good. Quiet the noises inside and outside of you so you can use the tools too. We all know that January through March is the meat of our educational year. It's where we see some amazing gains in our kiddos' learning and where we settle into the rhythms of our classroom. It can also be where we get stuck in old habits and mired in repetition. So this week, we are sharing the past tech tools of the week to spark creativity, inspiration, and fun through these winter months. Enjoy, and thank you for listening and inspiring. All right, uh, tech tool of the week. Tech tool of the week. I actually want to give a plug to another podcast. Um, Should This Exist is back. And um, I think it's absolutely fascinating. They're a show that takes a single technology and asks what is its greatest potential and what could possibly go wrong. Um, Some of the recent episodes that they've been doing, um, having robots providing care for elderly people, um, contact tracing, whether we can track COVID-19 without actually tracking people, and then a whole entire episode on the deep fake detective, on being able to trust what you see and how... AI is changing things. And I just think it's absolutely fascinating because they never say, yes, this should exist or no, this shouldn't. They give both sides. And it's um, it's a cool thing that I think our kids are going to have to be thinking about as these technologies come out. Should they exist? What kind of regulations should be put on them? Um, it's fascinating. Listen. Dave, do you have anything you had mentioned the C3 framework? Uh, where can they find more social studies information and uh, information on uh, what you guys are doing in that area. Best place to go would be to bookmark and check back regularly, uh, misocialstudies.org. Danielle, Tech Tool of the Week. Tech Tool of the Week. This week, I want to spotlight the New York Times and their what's going on in this graph section. Um, Every week they do, um, they look at graphs, maps, and charts directly from the Times, and they give students some questions around them, and they look at things like unemployment or the ages of world leaders, climate threats, women's marathoners running times. It's it's amazing, really in-depth graphs from the New York Times that you can throw up and discuss with students. And um, really, that's a skill that our kids need. They need to be able to know how to take information from these kind of graphics. So I think it's amazing. You can get on a mailing list and they'll send them to you directly every week. It's kind of a phenomenal classroom resource. Danielle. Do you have a tech tool of the week? I do have a tech tool of the week. Um, Courtney Hanley at um, Central Grade School had shared this with me, and I think it's fantastic. It's called wheelofnames.com, and she calls it like the wonderful wheel of names. And you can put your students in there and spin the wheel, and it helps you. It's like the old um, popsicle stick method for choosing who's going to share next but it's this big fancy virtual wheel. And once you put your kids' names in, Google Chrome saves those student names. So super helpful for teaching virtually. Wheelofnames.com. Thank you, Courtney. Anything else, Steffi or Danielle? I don't know. I'm curious to see if I hit Danielle's. Did you steal my tech tool of the week? Is that what you're going to (laughs) ask? Yes. (laughs) Did I steal your tech tool of the week? This would be great. Okay. Tech tool of the week. Tech tool of the week. 
The elementary, I'm sorry, the TCAPS Elementary Libraries page on Facebook shares some really great <laughs> things if you don't know. And just the other day, they shared something called Michigan Storytime. And it is U of M alumni that are sharing themselves reading their books. And it's pretty adorable and fantastic. So I think that you should check that out and go to the TCAPS Elementary Libraries Facebook page while you're at it because there's a lot of great resources being shared there by that team. Excellent. Awesome. Awesome. I did a U of M plug and a tech tool of the week, Steffi. I'm sorry. I'm really excited about this. Fabulous. I did get some pushback from our Spartan LMPs about that share out, but you know, books transcend your college loyalties. So we're good. Another opportunity to show that we can all get along despite our differences. Yeah. That's what I thought. Books bring people together. Well, Danielle, tech tool of the week. Tech Tool of the Week, I would like to talk about some accessibility in Google. Um, came across the Edu in 90 series this week, and they have some great, great little videos about accessibility. I think it's important when we're thinking of the unique needs of our students. Um, they can help those with a disability, it can help your English language learners, and honestly, it can help everyone. So the Google videos are great, they're really short, and they talk about things like how to make sure that your text is aligned the right way so that it can help a screen reader or how you can easily turn on captions when you're doing a Google slide helps the kids. All these great things that are available within Google, the accessibility features are really important. So Larry, I'm gonna link up some of those in the show notes. Uh, Tech tool of the week. Uh, Steffi has a tech tool of the week this week. What? What? I can't remember what my tech tool was. You just told me yesterday. I know. <laughs> it's the Denos Museum site. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Like a, like a well-oiled machine. We are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it's a fabulous site. I would highly recommend it. The resources for educators are amazing. And we have such a gem over there that I need to spend more time there when we can. And, and physically, I mean. And then also the... But just check out the website. Great ideas for how to um, share different exhibits that they have. You know, they have the Inuit art collection. That's amazing. And lots and lots of educational resources to go along with that. So, yes, thank you for the reminder. <laughs> Anytime. You know, doing a plug for some of the um, educational free resources that are out there. I would also plug Interlock and Arts Academy. I know that a lot of their concerts and things right now are, are free. They're doing the Nutcracker, I think, this weekend. Um, yeah. Just being able to watch those at home with my family is is important. Absolutely. That's a great idea. Right <laughs> <laughs> now, honestly, my brain's a little fried because there's, there's always a thing when whenever we discuss Mel, I don't want to say it's overwhelming, but it's like there's so much to that resource, learning to navigate it better and uh, publicize it so that our, our teachers and students are using it is awesome. It's just awesome. So Larry, um, we'll link in the show notes, but um, when Ann presented at Wired TC, she did a session for us on elementary and on secondary. And we do have those recordings that we've oh, shared cool. out because she goes into a lot more depth than obviously we could in the pod. And we'll also include the PD sessions that we did on Monday from the library that included a big chunk of Mel as well. Um, again, you're right though. We it, there's so much there, but right, that's just the great focus. Just get in and know that it's there and just get in there and you'll be amazed. What did I do? What did I say? Do I have something in my hair? 
on that note, did you have a tech tool of the week? I want to reiterate Nearpod. I've talked about it a couple times in the in the podcast. Um, a couple friends of mine that I work with have been using it lately. The kids like it. It's it's not gamey. I love games. You know, I love games. It's not gamey, but there are a variety of different ways to check for student understanding. It can be one slide. It can be 20. It's a really flexible tool. It allows for you to embed videos or other other things along the way. Uh, I really encourage people to just get in and start playing with it and see what it can do in terms of giving your kids a chance to be able to think before they talk and ability to um, review uh, some content that doesn't end up making you spend uh, the day behind your desk grading papers. I do have a tech tool of the week. Okay, so tech tool one. Do you think yours is the same as mine? I don't know, maybe, because we do a VSP. You go first. No, you go first. Go ahead. Okay, on teachingbooks.net, you can search for any author and the author has recorded a pronunciation of their name, which is super helpful for me, even though I still earlier in the podcast. No, I I no, I had looked it up. It's fully ano and I had written it out phonetically and I still messed it up. Anyway, I think it's a great resource. It's fun to hear the person say their own name and sometimes they give you a little background about their name. All right, Danielle. There are some great resources available on the News Literacy Project, which is newslit.org. They have an animated video that you can share with students, which talks about some of the things that they should be doing with information as it's coming in. Um, There's an amazing quiz, and that direct link to the quiz is newsliteracyweek.org. The quiz is pretty cool. It helps you assess your ability to discern between deceptive and inaccurate information that should not be shared online and accurate fact-based information that has evidence and that you can share widely. Um, what I thought was pretty cool was the first question in, it says, do you wanna take this quiz with a liberal bias or a conservative bias? So you specifically choose your path and you look at some of the misinformation that is targeting that group in particular, which I think is pretty cool that they let you choose that at the beginning. So. Take the quiz, I would recommend. Uh, if you're a Twitter, Twitter user, follow the hashtag News Literacy Week, educate yourself. Good advice is to, they recommend pause, check your emotions, verify, is the tweet correct? Did you actually read the full article? And then if you're not sure, just leave it be. And that is great advice for grown-ups as well as for kids. Tech tool of the week. Tech tool of the week. Larry, you'll never guess what I'm going to talk about this week. <laughs> um, so McCall, their tech and education learning area is doing a teaser book study with, drum roll, Liz Kolb's new book, Learning First, Technology Second, The Educator's Guide to Designing Authentic Lessons. So this is the partner book to her first one. Her first one was all about the Triple E framework. This one is actually practical ideas on how to do that in the classroom. So, but they give you chapter five, which takes you through 12 different um, classroom lessons and scores them on the Tripoli. 
and tells you why they would score high or why they would score low, gives you some options of things that they would do if they were the teacher to make the lessons score higher and have more impact. Man, it, first of all, it's well-written and it gives me a lot of really cool ideas of how to make sure technology is really making an impact. But we've been doing so much this year with focusing on the new LMS and focusing on virtual learning and the pandemic and what does that mean and access for kids. And it is almost a breath of fresh air to sit down and talk about pedagogy again, to talk about what really works with technology and why and how to really leverage it to make a difference in the classroom. So this is very, very good timing. Um, I love that I, I, I was reading the chapter yesterday and it just was like, oh, oh yeah. We know how to do this. We need to remember these things. So it's a good reminder, um, great timing, and um, highly recommended to join the Tech and Education Learning Area Book Study. And we got a Liz Cole mention, which I've, I feel great, great about. <laughs>